Hello and welcome to a Sunday, February 10th edition of the Lockdown Blazers podcast. I'm your host for today, Eric Garcia Gunderson, and I'm joined today by your host for future days. Uh, Mike Richmond is here uh, from NBC Sports Northwest, former Blazer beat writer over at the Oregonian. Uh, very excited to have Mike here. What's up, Mike? And and also just an announcement from me. Uh, I'm not going to be hosting this podcast anymore. I'm just uh, – it doesn't really work with a lot of my schedule, especially all a lot of this LeBron Wire stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm going to miss the podcast, but uh, I'm still going to be watching the Blazers and talking about them. So that's not – that's not changing. I'm just not going to be doing it here anymore. So Mike Richmond, the new host of Locked On Blazers, welcome to the show. Appreciate you having me. It's the ghost of Locked On Future here, talking to the ghost of Locked On Present and Past. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to uh, take the baton from you, Eric. Uh, I think it's, it'll be an honor. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, I still uh, have to get paid occasionally to think about and watch the Portland Trail Blazers. Yeah. So uh, I think this will be a good fit for me. I'm excited. Someone who's at every game. Yeah, at least I'm excited. At every every home game, which I am not at, so this is. I think this is very natural. I think it's still going to be great for our listeners. So, and I'm still going to listen to Locked On Blazers. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm excited. Yeah, no, I think it'll be a lot of fun. So, um, this is just the first of many, uh, and we'll we'll kind of figure it out. So, if you uh, hit me up on Twitter at Mike G Rich, and uh, if you want to see changes to the format of the show, if you want to uh, tell me that Eric was way better, I'd be happy to hear that too. I don't think you'll hear that, but uh, <laughs> you don't have. A lot, do you have a lot of haters out there in podcast world? Oh man! One time I did get uh, hated on pretty hard when we did like a locked on network, like Reddit AMA. Someone came at me and told me I sucked, but whatever. Hey, that that just uh, means they listen. Hey, that's right. That's right. That that means they just wish that they had the you know the pod as well. But now they're gonna have you. So you know, I'm I'm thankful now that you know if if it is really just someone who listens to the podcast and is bad that now I don't have to absorb that. <laughs> exactly. And I've uh, a little bit of background, I guess. I'll probably do this maybe in my first solo one, but I I this is my 5th year on the beat. I spent 4 years as the Oregonians beat writer covering the team traveling around. I do not go to road games anymore, which is maybe bad for content but good for my life. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh it's so I, I, but I, I am at every home game, um, and uh, I'm around the team a bunch, and I'm in the locker room. So I, I'll hopefully be able to provide some color, provide some sort of inside uh, looks at what's going on with the team down the stretch here, and uh, give you a little, uh, give you a little bit of personality of the team as I see it. And uh, I think you're still, we're still going to have Jason Quick on the show uh, occasionally. Is that right? Oh yeah, Quick is going to be hopefully a regular two time a week guest, but uh, he does travel with the team, so that could be a little bit difficult. We're still kind of hammering out the details, but yeah, expect more Jason. Uh, you know, quick chats in the future. Yeah, yeah. Uh, although we won't be getting coffee at at, at, cool, at places with like cool like indie music playing in the background unless you guys do that too i guess you do you know i'm not gonna rule it out let's maybe we'll uh even if we don't go out and get coffee i'll just put some sort of indie rock lcd sound system like yeah. quietly playing in the background of the yeah. pod just to set the mood that it's a blazers podcast yeah um, so it's very portland yeah, exactly. To have LCD sound system or uh, Portugal the man, uh, the official <laughs> band of the Portland Trail. The, the the in capital capital letters, the official band of the Portland Trail Blazers, Portugal the man. Uh, Mike and I sometimes we sit next to each other at, at Blazer games when I cover for the, for Annie Peterson at the AP, and so 
we've talked a lot about Portugal the man because they are I mean every season has a theme you know and so they're just the theme this year and so sometimes that's naturally you're just gonna see it all the time and sometimes it might you know you might be yeah you know I you know but good for Portugal the man this is one of those things where like I wish I had my own version of the Blazers theme song yeah we'll get it one day well you'll have a busted bucket for yourself Oh yeah, me and me and Dame are gonna do one. Dame Dalla, uh, do a, do a hip hop. Well, uh, Dame Dalla was not getting the Dame Collas. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's da- let's <laughs> tonight. Let's get into the, the this Mavericks afternoon. game. Yeah, we just that- watched we just watched the uh, Blazers blow a huge lead, their first ever blown third quarter lead of the year. So let's let's take a quick break and then we'll get back and talk maps. And we're back here on Locked On Blazers, and uh, the Blazers had their first loss today in 34 games, where they led after three quarters today. That was uh, really, I mean, there's no way other way to say it. That, that was a devastating loss. Uh, Dame, Dame was amazing in the third quarter. I think he had 21 in that quarter. Just balled out, and, and then Luca just went on fire and and portland could not stop him uh rodney hood got a stop on him late but then dame drives the lane looking for a call twice in the last 30 seconds of the game i want to say last minute um and doesn't get the call either time the second one it looked like he got hit on the wrist on top of the body contact that there was and there was no call and the blazers were down one so you know if Dame gets the call there, he probably makes both free throws and they either take the lead with very little time left or they he splits them and they go to OT. I don't think Dame's missing two free throws at the end of the game. Um, but they didn't pull it off. Uh, brutal loss. I think maybe the worst one of the year. It's definitely up there. Uh, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think of if there's a worse, for sure, a worse loss than this. I mean, Utah, um, Utah at home losing by 30 was pretty bad. Uh, yeah, at at Memphis was like Memphis was still kind of good then, but they lost at Memphis and scored like 80 points. That was a pretty bad loss. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, though. I mean, this is definitely one of. I think even just like looking at the rest of the schedule, this will likely be one of their five worst, worst losses of the year, if not their worst loss of the year, considering what was at stake here. This was just, listen, this is, a, what are you going to do? Like, it, up big, and Luka Doncic scores 13 points in the fourth quarter, and the Blazers score nine. This was this was a super meltdown. Um, you know, Dame didn't check back in until the six-minute mark. If there's, um, if we're coming at Terry Stotts, which I think is the thing that you do after losses, is come for the come for the coach, come for the guy in the suit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think getting him a little in a little earlier would have been useful. But you know, second or first night of a back-to-back, yeah, you, you could do. You want to think you can hold a double-digit lead, but oof. oof. Also, also, it's it's hard to blame him because this has just kind of been Stotts' tendency over the past couple of years is going with Harkless down the stretch in close games. But I thought maybe, given how good he has looked lately, maybe you go Rodney Hood over over Harkless in that situation. I mean, Yeah, I think they were just trying to find anyone to stop Luka. And Harkless maybe got two stops, but he also gave up a crucial and one that kind of swung the game. It was also really, like, it's tough. It was tough watching him out there, uh, watching Harkless specifically, especially on offense, where it's like, 
he's just kind of crowding the lane and trying to pin his guy down to get that post up. And it's like, I don't, it's not fun watching that. Like he's playing the four so you can kind of get through it. But like having hood out there, even for the final couple of possessions with shots did, you know, I think the last like minute and a half, he got hood back out there. Yeah. The offense looked a lot better. Dame was driving the lane, but they just, maybe, maybe I think they go to it a little bit earlier next time is more hood at the four. Down yeah, that's stretch. been a good look. I mean, I've in the two games, I've liked Hood at the four. I think it's a good look for him. Um, I think it's really useful, with especially with Evan Turner in there, to have even more space. Um, so I, I, I like that look. I mean, this was just an offense that totally, totally, totally left them. Uh, you know, they gave up 30 points, 31 points in the third quarter. Their defense wasn't very good, but Dame had 16 straight, and it looked like it just it wouldn't matter how bad they were on defense in that quarter. Um, and Harkless and Aminu were bad at the beginning of that stretch, too. Uh, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I think you gotta you gotta find some offense. There's you gotta take a timeout and find some offense with about three minutes left. Uh, just some way somehow you you gotta score. Yeah, and, and they also I gotta say there was one possession. I I think I, I think it was with a minute left or something, and Dame got a really good look at a three pointer that him and CJ created off uh, some two man yeah. action where Dame hit the pass to CJ and he did that kind of Steph Curry run and replace yourself over on the other wing and Finney Smith closed out on him. He took one pump fake, took a dribble sidestep and had a wide open look at a three that just did not go down. So I, they did get some good looks at the end, but they, I mean, that was just, you shouldn't score nine points in a quarter as an NBA team. Like you just shouldn't do that. So yeah, that's, this was, so this that, was that's nice. really bad. I mean, that, yeah. that's kind of the, that, that's where the loss falls for me. Not as much on like, Dame trying to get a call at the end of the game. I think it was more uh, just nine points. Yeah, it was the first. It was the first eleven and a half minutes of that quarter, not the final thirty seconds that really stood out to me. Uh, They just they didn't have it. They the the bench that had been so good in the first half sucked. They sucked. You know, it was like that that group was bad. What are you gonna do? Mm -hmm. And then the starters came back with about six minutes left, and they couldn't do it either. So uh, it was it was a nightmare in every every scenario and. the good news or the bad news for the Blazers is they get they're probably already on a plane right now and they're flying 35 minutes to Oklahoma City where they play an even better team tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think yes, it sucks because they don't like but at the same time I think a lot with these guys, you know, being in the shape that they're in, like they're also just really excited probably to have something right immediately after after totally. they had that brutal showing like I mean, we. I think we've seen this happen before all the time. You know, it's like you can bounce back and win the next game because you have, you can kind of wash your, yourself of it after, and you can look ahead when you have a better team. You know, and, and that was, that's also the thing that sucks for the Blazers is when they, you know, they're playing for the season series in Oklahoma City uh, tomorrow. So yes, that's a a much bigger game, but the, this is the type of game that they have. Been, that they've usually won, and that's yeah. that's what makes this one tough for Portland. Is that this is the game that they usually win? Uh, it's a can that they usually crush, and they didn't didn't do that. Oh yeah, let's uh, let's take another break, and then we'll get back and talk about that OKC game because that's gonna be a fun one. Yeah. And we're back. Yeah. Okay. So, like we were just talking about, 
Blazers on a plane flying 35 minutes. It's probably even less on their plane. It's probably tw- probably 22 minute flight. Uh, Dallas to OKC. It's a short drive. I-35. Uh, and they're going to play a uh, Oklahoma City team coming off a really, really nice win over Houston. Um, no Jeremy Grant in that game. I don't know if that changes much, in your opinion. But for me, he's a pretty big part of what they do. Uh, but it, it it's it's going to be a battle of the stars. The Blazers have struggled slowing the stars. They've struggled sh- slowing Paul George. Um, they've maybe, had, maybe made Russell Westbrook kind of inefficient some nights. But uh, he's killed them, too. And as he told Damian Lillard... I've been busting that ass for years. Okay, well, I, I don't really think that that's true, but <laughs> but because because Dame has also busted Westbrook's ass many times over the it's... years, and and like I mean there was there's there's a lot of ones to point to, like when Dame and brought in the the you know what time it is, he did that in Oklahoma City. Hitting oh yeah, three I was over there. Left. I was there, yeah. sitting front row, and he he came back down ten with ninety seconds left. Yeah, because so... Russell got a tech and. Uh, pardon the language, but pee down his own leg. I mean, that was just, it was an absolute meltdown. Um, yeah, I don't, and, I don't and, think uh, this Russell is a hot has, take anymore that he's better. Didn't than Russell what? have like 56 in a loss against the Blazers too? That so, sounds right. It's like he was busting that ass, but like in the words of Mike Malone, he had to take an L home when he left. There you go. There you go. There, this is, That's the lesson. Uh, but tomorrow I think is going to be um, – also the big matchup is always – I like that matchup, Nurk and – Steven Adams, I think it's a good matchup for Nurk. Yeah. Uh, Nurk, Nurk is good against guys. Uh, he wasn't very good today. I gotta say that he wasn't very. He wasn't. You know, he had a couple of tip-ins here and there, but he wasn't uh, dominating the inside. And I thought that that was, I think, attributed a lot to Doncic, like just how tough he is. Yeah. But, um, but I like the matchup with him and Adams because they kind of do the same things, and it's not as troublesome as like. You know, Jokic or something. Totally, totally. He can. It, Adams isn't going to eat his lunch on the other end. He's just going to be battling and kind of keeping Nurk engaged by being such like a aggressive rebounder. I think it usually helps Nurk to have guys who play hard and, um, you know, against him. He sometimes doesn't beat up on the Maxi Clavers. He needs the uh, he needs the Joel Embiid's to kind of get him going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fouling out by Nurk with like three minutes to go. Also, that was a uh... he was a foul machine. A foul machine. Yeah, he was, it, he was a full-on Zach Collins today. He took a page out of my man Zach's book and decided to commit a million bad fouls as fast as possible. And then, yeah, at least, but he he didn't do the Zach Collins where he got like really steaming, mad about it, and like it's like his just boiling over his temper. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, th- that was uh, this is an important game because I think. Or this Dallas loss really sucks for them because now they have Oklahoma City and the Warriors to finish yeah. out their pre All Star schedule, and then they're like on the road for seventeen days after All Star break. Yeah, so so they're like this was obviously they had a tough schedule ahead, uh, so that makes it even harder that they lost this one. Um, but. And this is this is big, like you were alluding to. Uh, OKC's up 2-0 in the series, and they have two left. So if the Blazers lose this one, uh, the tiebreaker is gone. Uh, the first one in Portland was close. I think they lost by two. Second one in OKC, uh, Blazers just could not stop Paul George down the stretch. Uh, nobody can stop Paul George, though. MVP candidate. Yeah, Maybe no, even yeah. MVP winner, depending on where OKC finishes. Yeah. If they end up second in the West, I can see Paul George winning MVP. I, I, I could see it, too. I mean, he's an all-star starter. 
and that's yeah. not something that people expected. Um, so yeah, no big game coming up tomorrow. They get a chance to kind of wipe 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 themselves of it and try and get a, a nice win before they get back home to play Golden State before that big big road trip. But um, yeah, man. Well, Mike, I, I I don't know. I think I should you know hand it over to you. You yeah, can, I'll take the baton. <laughs> yeah, take the baton. It's it was fun. It was a fun three and a half. I think two and a half two and a half years. Doing this podcast, maybe three years. I can't we'll really. Call it three. Let's call it three. Uh, yeah, three years doing this podcast. Uh, it was fun. It, w- it, w- it was a good time, but uh, I think it's time for it's time for me to move on. And uh, I'm excited for Mike to take this over and really take it to a new level. Uh, I'm stoked uh, to see what happens with the pod. And uh, yeah, well, hopefully, follow me on Twitter at Eric underscore Gunderson. Uh, that's where you know to find me. Uh, and that's that. So thanks, Mike. Uh, and uh, thanks, everyone, for listening over the years. Indeed. Tune in again soon. We'll be back uh, early next week with more pods.